No obstruction, no collusion, no obstruction. There is no collusion. You know why? Because I don't speak to Russians. There was no collusion. There was no nothing. It's a disgrace. The only collusion is between Hillary and the Russians. They all say there's no collusion. And there is no collusion. It's a Democrat hoax. There was absolutely no collusion. They found no collusion whatsoever with Russia. No collusion. So they find no collusion. There was no collusion with the Russians. There was nothing. They've already announced they're going to do it. And here we are again. It's Friday, June 30th, 2021. The Andy and Amanda Show. Andy Kimball here in California. And we have Amanda Love in the UK, 8,000 miles away. How are we doing? Amanda, do tell me you're there. Oh, yes, I'm here. Can you hear me loud and clear? <laughs> I can. Yes. <laughs> yes, oh, what yeah. a marvel technology actually is. Unbelievable. I here we are on another uh, Friday show, the Andy and Amanda show. We're pleased to be with everybody. We've been having fun all week with this and uh, talking about a lot of different things. I don't know how many of you yesterday caught our are catching a uh, scammer who's trying to convince us that we uh, that I won um, oh hundreds of thousands of dollars and and another seven thousand a week for life and a Mercedes and and a fish sandwich. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and we we caught him on the show. That was funny. Wasn't that fun? We <laughs> might even try to call the guy. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And our listenership, our our. For those of you who haven't heard the show, you should go back into our, our, our archives. Hit the uh, you know look at the Indian Manda Show podcast from whatever venue you listen to our show on, and look for the show that broadcasts on six twenty nine. That would be yesterday. And you got to hear this. You got to hear this. It was pretty. It funny. was so. Freaking good, people. I mean, you, you, I, I really enjoyed the experience. It was one of those things where we, we had to act very quickly and jump on the show to, to get yeah. this guy. And uh, it worked out fantastic. And, <laughs> you know, we're very proud of ourselves for, for, for doing that, aren't we, Andy? And I think, you know, yeah. it helps expose the situation a lot more. And hopefully people are aware a lot more from this. And, I hope know, so. And the, also yeah. on the show description, we we published the, uh, you know, they wanted me to go to a bank and get a, a, a cashier's check to prepay the taxes that I supposedly won on the amazing amount of winnings. And uh, it said the taxes have to go to the division of finance and ta- taxation of the IRS. I never heard of that division. But anyway, um, and but yet to send the check to an individual at an address in Michigan uh, – and I said, well, I'll just send it to the Bureau of Taxation and Finance. Oh, no, no, you can't. You got to listen to my instructions. Send it to this person. I said, oh, okay, great. And uh, I published the person's name and the address of that person in Michigan on the description of our show across the board. So um, everybody yeah. has that. And, and the appropriate authorities can be notified and look into this further. And uh, we've got his name and, and his phone number and everything uh, on the description of our show. So hopefully that'll be uh, followed up upon by the appropriate authorities. And we'll begin to, as a society, uh, begin to, uh, at least we'll do our part on this show, to attempt to uh, to curb the, all these fraudulent uh, scams that are uh, seem to be targeting um, susceptible people. How I got on this list, I don't know, because I get scam calls all the time. I, I've always played along with them. I've had such a fun time just on my cell phone. Just yeah. Along with <laughs> but there are I never people. Got to share. I never got oh, to share yeah. yesterday about what happened with my father with the scam. I'll quickly share that if that's okay with you, Andy. Um, I do. Please do. Yeah. So basically these people from, uh, I think it was somewhere in India, called up and uh, said that my father owed a lot of uh, tax and that yeah. we have a system over here for that over here. And so they were mm-hmm. basically saying in order to pay us this tax, you got to go out, buy a gift card, okay, which was an iTunes gift card for I think it was mm-hmm. like 200 mm-hmm. pounds or something like that. So my poor father, yeah, Mm -hmm. my poor father at the time was dying of cancer. So he was in a really, really bad place and he was panicking. He wasn't himself. Normally he would have been like, you know, he would have swore at them and told them to get lost knowing Mm -hmm. it was a scam. But at this point Mm -hmm. in his life, he was like, oh my God, this is too much. So he's panicking Mm -hmm. and we were like, don't worry, we'll sort this out. And he said, I said, they call him back. He said, yeah. So 
Um, basically, we played this guy along on the phone and kept him going and said, he said he could see us on camera. He knew where the house was and everything. We said, okay, tell us what you can see then on the drive. And they said, oh, we can mm. see a van on your drive. We're like, no, you can't. There's not a van parked on the drive. Yes, there is. They said we can see a yellow van, blah, 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 blah. So we quickly jumped onto Google Earth to find that they were looking at a uh, Google Earth shot, which is usually a few years old. And there was a, a van parked on a drive next door to us. So, oh <laughs> yeah, they were looking oh at Google God. Earth images, claiming they were watching the property, saying there was somebody in a car outside watching the property. If we didn't pay this money, <laughs> they were going to come knocking on the door and cause all this, this havoc. So anyway, we oh called them gosh. out. We reported them. Yes, it was a crazy situation. Um, so that's one thing to do. If they're saying they're watching you, go check Google Earth, ask them to tell you what they're looking at, because you'll see for yourself that they're just looking at old images and it's just part of the scam. Um, it is, well, I've never crazy. seen the Google Earth scam thing where they actually tell you that, but I've gotten so many. Uh, and funny thing is they're usually from Pakistan or Afghanistan, and, yeah. Um, yeah. and they, they call here uh, with these heavy accents and say, hi, my name is Norman from the IRS. Yeah. Uh, Norman? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we calling from Norman? What what country? Oh, Washington D.C. I'm in America. Oh, you are. And then I'll look real quick. I'll look at the weather in Washington. I'll say, oh, so what? Tell me about the weather real quick in Washington today. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I've played along with them. I've I've played along with them to the point yes. where they say go to the store and get the gift card, but don't tell anybody why you're getting the gift card. This has got to be remain confidential. And I've yeah. played along to make them. And I've told them, look, I live across the street from the whatever the store, the, the drugstore, the, the uh, CVS or whatever drugstore they told me to go to. I'm right near yeah. there. How about if I just, you know, so well, I'll, I'll stay on the phone with you. You go over there and do it. I say, okay, I'm, I'm here in the store now and I flip papers, I flip cardboard, I make it seem like I'm there. What, what yeah. card do you want? Oh, iTunes. Okay, I got it. Got it. Okay, now go ahead yeah. and put $2,500 on it. And I go to the cashier and they said, don't tell the cashier what you're doing and why. I said, okay, uh, hi, I want, and I make it sound like I'm talking to the cashier. I'm, like, I'm going to put you on mute for a yeah. second. Okay, so i got to do this, or I'll take them off. So look, I want to put 2500 mm. on this gift card. Oh, I, I shouldn't, I can't. They told me not to tell you why. It's, uh, it's got a tax matter. Yeah. Oh, and then I'll tell the guy. Oh, okay. oh, oh, she says, this is a scam. Oh, no, I told you not to tell them anything. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, but I, I've played along to the degree that you would believe. And then finally, I, I confront them and say, I have a question for you. We know this is a scam. You're obviously yeah. scared. I mean, come on. I don't know what you yeah. take me for here. Yeah. I want to know why you're doing it. Like, yeah. is this how you were raised? Is this how your mother and father raised you? Yeah. You, know, you could go to jail for this. Have you ever done time? Have you ever been behind bars? Have, you know, you you can. You know, every. Mm-hmm. You know, I told them, look, I, I record all this stuff. I recorded all the phone calls. You recorded. Um, yeah. I have this. It's going to go to the appropriate authorities. There are have been big busts overseas by the appropriate yeah. authorities on these boilerplate hot rooms where they put a whole bunch of people in a room. They say, you know, here, here's a list of people to call and scam, and they've been mm-hmm. busted, and people have been hauled off to jail in your country, in your city, and, and yeah. that's where you're headed. And, and, um, yeah. and I, you know, I have a frank conversation, and, and sometimes people tell me, look, it's really tough for me right now, and my, my family is having a hard time, and, and, I, and I know this is wrong, and can you help me out personally? Can, mm-hmm. Would you be able to help me at all? And, yeah. you know, and, and I've had these conversations with people, you know, I've, I've done that and it's kind of interesting, um, but I've played along and of, then I've also, if you get yeah, on YouTube, on. if you get yeah. on YouTube, uh, there's so many, I mean, some are funnier than the ones that we did yesterday. Some are, you watch some people play oh, along yes. with these folks Yeah, and, uh, and they're real, you know. It's amazing how anyway. abusive they've got actually when we tried to catch them out because, you know, we said, okay, so if you're outside, come and knock on the door, then we're ready for you. They didn't yeah. know how to answer that. And then they got abusive when we said, you know, you're one of these scam artists. Well, how, why, how can you do this morally? You know, we, we laid out everything you just described. And they, mm-hmm. that's when they got abusive and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to come and get you and, and do all this stuff. And then, you know, they put the phone down. So, yeah, we reported them to the authorities and, you know, that was that. But um, it's, it's disgusting, absolutely disgusting. Anyway, darling, yes, we need to move forward, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We yes. do. Um, I'll tell you something. I'm thinking right now. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, do we try to call the guy just for the heck of it right now, or do we oh just let it go? Oh, my goodness. Let's do it. I mean, you know, this is what we're about. Let's do it. Okay. Let's throw All right, let's try calling win. him. All right, let's try, let's try doing it. Let me, let me look up his number. Fantastic. This is so much fun. This is so much fun. We have so much fun on this show. This would have been – here's a scam artist. Where is he? 
So for anybody who didn't check this out yesterday because it was such a random episode and on the spur of the moment, please check it out on Blog Talk Radio. We we uh, it was very good. We had a great feedback and response from uh, our audience, and um, it was certainly an interesting and fun conversation. For sure. Um, here's his number. I'm gonna I'm gonna publicize the, the number here. Um, his number is eight one two eight one nine one one five eight. If you want to call him and, and bother the hell out of the scam artist yourself, you're free to do so. Uh, he doesn't have much of an accent, this guy, did he? He really didn't. But let's no. uh, let's see if I can hit the right button this time. Got it. And um, he did sound like he had number. a cool sensor behind him. Did you notice that? The what? He did sound like he had a cool sensor behind him yesterday. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I, heard I a, didn't pick that up. Yeah. I noticed when we listened, to, I listened to the playback last night of the show, and I could mm. hear a, a telephone in the background and what sounded like some sort of call center ambience quietly oh, in the background. It. So whether it was actually something set up for that that purpose of what they were doing. Mm. Um, let's let's give this number a call. Let's see what happens. Here we go. I'm going to dial yeah, it right let's now. Yeah, do it. La 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 la. Sometimes for you, you're wanted on the telephone line. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes these numbers are—they use them. They hijack these phone numbers somehow. They have access to them. Mm. Hello, this is the Publishers Clearinghouse. You have reached the office of claims agent Michael Page. Leave a message at the tone. Hi, Michael Page. I'm calling regarding a phone call I got regarding a Publishers Clearinghouse winning. And I'll call you back later regarding that. Thank you very much. And I look forward to it. Bye. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yes, that, that call center sound in the background in that voice message. That's the sound that yes. was playing yesterday. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Hey, listen, getting to some exciting news that just came through our desk here in California, probably may even came through many people's news, uh, um, that um, Bill Cosby, the comedian Bill Cosby was released from yeah. his, his his conviction was overturned by the Supreme Court, <clears throat> and yeah. um, and what I'm going to do now is import this uh, courtesy of uh, of N- MSNBC uh, and play this because I don't have time to edit it. So we're going to just play the entire um, clip here, um, which is the Andrea Mitchell show, I believe. That's where this is coming from. But let's take mm-hmm. a listen. This is breaking news. This is breaking news. Let's, do it. let's take a listen. This is a, a very big deal, a huge deal, a breakthrough uh, as far as Cosby's appeals are concerned. Uh, and in my reading of the case, and I just want to be clear, we just got it. The entire opinion runs over 70 pages. We're still digesting it here in the newsroom, but it would appear to set him free. So he'll be released from prison uh, and it would appear to accept some of the appeals that have been winding through the courts uh, for many years now and that his Defense uh, lawyers had often made that there were aspects of the trial that they argued were unusual, uh, that brought in information and allegations that were not directly germane or that is to say relevant um, to that charges that he were convicted of. Uh, And at the time, originally, that was considered uh, okay. That was allowed by the judges based on uh, different doctrines, including the similarity between those other allegations uh, and the charges he was convicted of. Here you have the Supreme Court uh, saying no otherwise. And I think the big question um, that viewers may have is, is this over? Is this the end? It would appear it would appear uh, to be the end because this is the highest court in the state. So he had served two years. He was up for parole in May and they denied parole in May. Uh, it was a 10 year sentence. And according to some of the reporting here from Philadelphia, from the AP that I'm seeing, I know you, you haven't had a chance to go through this, and neither have I, um, that part of this uh, overturning of the conviction was based on a prior agreement he had with prosecutors which said that he could not have even been charged in the case. And recall that this was his second trial after a mistrial. So that conviction came after uh, you know, the second attempt to convict him for, by the prosecutors. Exactly. And these appeals have been winding the courts on on two major issues. That issue, which was a alleged prior agreement with uh, Mr. Castor, who was the previous district attorney, uh, and then these issues of what else was brought into the case. Uh, 
Uh, and so it, it's really striking because this was considered at the time by many who follow uh, these kind of cases of sexual assault uh, as a kind of a breakthrough case where things that had fallen by the wayside or not been charged in the past, indeed that original agreement that you mentioned, Andrea, was controversial for many reasons, but was considered at the time the kind of lenience or deals that are struck in these cases. Uh, this conviction was considered a breakthrough. And so I think for people who followed this case or who saw it as a legal breakthrough um, for the alleged victims and survivors, um, this is an incredible blow here from, from the court. And again, that, uh, that district attorney, the former prosecutor, which who had been controversial for being too lenient, for letting him off, when it fi finally got tried for the second time, the victim, Andrea Constant, had been at Temple University, where he was a, a beloved figure, had was gone to Temple University, was a trustee, I believe, at the time, uh, a very active you know, alumni and very active in the Philadelphia and Pennsylvania area. So his influence on that Montgomery County prosecutor uh, potentially is what had been at issue. But as you point out, those were pretrial issues. These were all adjudicated at the lower court level, I believe, before they were yes, able to even exactly. retry him. Exactly, those were pretrial issues. And this is a complex, what, what lawyers call a procedural history. Um, but to the point you raised, Andrew, I'm gonna read briefly from, the, from this ruling. Um, where the court says we have determined Cosby, quote, in fact relied upon D.A. Castor's decision. That's what you and I are discussing, the fact that the prior district attorney, Castor, um, had apparently made this agreement that this court finds to be valid. They say, quote, we conclude Cosby's reliance was reasonable, and it was reasonable for D.A. Castor to expect Cosby to rely. And the record establishes, this is the court's view of the, the record of the history, the factual history um, that, that that deprives Cosby of his quote Fifth Amendment right, which was D.A. Castor's intended result, uh, and so then they refer to the controversy as you say, and I'll just try to translate this into English. The court is saying that whatever you think of what happened, whatever you think of Mr. Cosby as a defendant, that the government, in this case the district attorney, did extend him this this position, and so he relied on it, and that is the reason they would uh, be vacating his conviction. Well, just to reemphasize, that does not mean that what he was convicted of did not happen, that Andrea Constant's complaints were not real. Right. It just means that there was this prior agreement that he relied on and that uh, for technical reasons, if you will, technical, a broad description, Ari, thank you for that. Well. All righty then. Yeah, Bill Cosby, of course, the Bill Cosby show, the comedian, the icon, uh, uh, he, Philadelphia, he lived not far from me in Philly. Uh, well, Philly's not all that big. He, he lived close to everybody who lives near Philly. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, again, uh, this just happened. Um, he'll be released from prison. He's, out, he's an old guy. You know, he's, uh, he's hobbling around there, and that doesn't, of course, uh, make him innocent by any means. Uh, and, of course, the uh, court ruling didn't say he was innocent of what he was charged of and, and what yeah. he was charged of, what he's definitely done numerous times through his career as a, as a touring comedian um, was, and a celebrity, a big name, I mean, huge, gigantic name, uh, is that uh, he'd be, befriend uh, women who, oh, my God, Bill Cosby, oh, my God, I can't believe him. And, and he would uh, buy yeah. them drinks and take them to his hotel, whatever, and he would uh, slip drugs into their drinks. And uh, and and have right. uh, and conduct uh, sexual activities with them. Wow! And finally, he got nailed for it. Yes. Finally, got nailed for it. And it doesn't. Yeah. And again, his being released doesn't mean that he's innocent of that. It was, it was the technicalities, I guess. And I understand it. I understand exactly what happened and why. And mm. when you be, because he there was pre-trial agreements made between the DA Bruce Castor, who I remember as a Philadelphia guy myself. I remember Bruce Castor. Um, yeah. And and Bill Cosby that said, you know, look, uh, we're going to interview, we're, we're going to talk to you about these things. They will not be held against you. You will not incriminate yourself with the Fifth Amendment. You know, blah blah blah. Uh, and the um, and those and and the, those agreements, he was deprived of the uh, of the result of those agreements, which said that, okay, I'm going to have this conversation, but it's not going to be used against me. Yeah. In generic terms, it's more complicated than that. But again, there's there's 77 pages of, of what I'm what I just said in two sentences. You know, if you want to go yeah. further, and those more mm -hmm. those more uh, uh, 
uh, versed in legal jargon and the legal process and lawyers, which I am not, and I don't claim to be <laughs> by any means. And hey, listen, <laughs> uh, if I get this wrong, you know, please call and correct me, 515-605-9888. But that's pretty much the gist of it, and we just played the, an overview of, of that uh, news from, uh, again, MSNBC, the NPM Metro show. Um, in other news, uh, well, first of all, what's going on over there in the UK? I'm, I, you know, I live here in the US, and you know, we're exposed to what's going on here all the time, but I'm always interested in what's going on where uh, my lovely co-host Amanda Love lives in the UK. No. What is happening? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. So, yeah. my lovelies and all our listeners. Um, so, yeah, we've got um, our NHS are planning a booster jab for those uh, 50 and over before winter to keep us topped up for the COVID situation. Mm. Mm. And uh, we've also got Wimbledon going on here. Tennis. Whoa. Yeah, baby. You know Whoa. how I feel about tennis. So, yeah, Wind that ends on, that on Sunday. What is windboarding? What is windboarding? Uh, windboarding. <laughs> windboarding? Windboarding? Is that a kind of sailing no. you do on the snow? No. <laughs> no, what? I do it in my bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you know, I get my I, practice I in. Something, but I'm trying to make this show cleaner than it has been. Um, I get well, somebody to <laughs> stand over a hairdryer, you know, blowing the wind at me, and I just stand on a little board in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, um, Wimbledon, my darling, Wimbledon tennis. What, what is windboarding? <laughs> Wimbledon. Wimbledon. <laughs> Wimbledon. <laughs> Wimbledon. <Abby>. Oh. Wimbledon. <laughs> Wimbledon. Okay. Wimbledon. <laughs> I don't Are we done? I don't Wimbledon. I am. How are you? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, you know um, the, the tennis championship that we have here in the UK. <laughs> we stand there uh, hitting balls at each other, right? A rage, you know. I got it. Wimbledon. 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 Yeah. Wimbledon. Yeah, got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, got it. Got it. Got so it. we got yeah, that yeah, for uh, 14. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So that ends on Sunday, but you know what? I haven't been able to watch one match, and I'm pretty gutted about that, but I shall be catching up with that for sure because it's usually a big deal here in the UK. We love it. And uh, so, yeah, that ends on Sunday, so that's the talk of everything at the moment. Of course, we've got the UEFA Championship going on as well, the uh, European Football Championship, and uh, England have been told, the residents of the UK have been told that we're not allowed to go to Italy because of um, quarantine rules, strict quarantine rules. So our British uh, football fans are pretty uh, peeved off right now, not being able to go over because that's one thing we love to do is travel for soccer games. But, um, you know, we're a rowdy bunch as well. Quite often we get towed off in other countries because we like to drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like the that. British can be, yes, mm-hmm. the British can be seen as a bunch of alcoholics at times because, you know, we like our beer. We like going over to watch sports in different countries. And then we cause trouble in the streets afterwards. I mean, who wouldn't love us, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, that's the one thing I don't like, Andy, about that whole culture with the, the mm-hmm. soccer, football, mm-hmm. as we call it here. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, there's that disrespect. If the team loses, you know, aggravated drunk fans go out in the street and cause trouble with the locals. It's like... Come on now, have some respect. It's a game. It's a sport. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it for yeah. what it is. Get over your own ego, you know. Cut back Good on the course. alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man. But uh, that's... I want to touch upon what you just said a couple minutes ago, and that is you're, you're thinking about a booster shot for COVID there now? Uh, talking about a booster? Yes. Um, it's been given the green light to start planning the vaccine booster program uh, ahead of this winter um, because they're, they're seeing the flu season uh, to be um, as expected, but they want to give us extra protection because we've got the COVID situation as well now. So um, they're saying that more than 30 million of the most vulnerable should receive a third dose vaccine and um is aimed at people age 50 and over and anyone younger who qualifies for a flu jab so mm. um yeah that's going to be coming in i'm looking for a date but we haven't got a date as yet but well, i shall inform everybody i, I, I yeah. have people i got a couple of emails and so forth too because we talked about this um on the show about the vaccines mm. and getting vaccinated yeah. and and uh, i want to reiterate what i've said previously and that is that we uh, and i've been asked again um uh, oh, oh yeah, boosters? Do you have heard anything about a booster? I have heard nothing about a booster here. 
Uh, right now, okay. they're just trying to get the country vaccinated, period. Yeah, um, of course. And there, there's been whispers, well, w- will we need a, a booster? Um, you know, a couple yeah. months ago, it came in, hey, this vaccine might last six months or so. And I'm like, I thought it was, you know, one and done deal or two doses, you know, you know what I'm saying, one treatment and you're done. I don't know yeah. anything about you'd need a booster. I thought it'd be like, you know, when you're, when you're an infant and you're getting all those vaccines, the polio and this and the, that, you don't come back later. Outside of a tetanus booster, you don't come back later in life and get another polio or you know, all the various vaccines you get as a baby, you know, the whole series they give you now. Yeah. Um, they're all one and okay. done. Uh, I guess the technology of this, I guess if the body doesn't see that external yeah. uh, protein attached to the cell over a period of time where, it, where it's, the, it's given instructions to destroy this, if it ever sees it, you know, it's it's a, an RNA mechanism that enables that to happen. Um, yeah. And I guess over a period of time, if the body never sees it, then then I guess it diminishes and goes away and they need a booster to activate it. I, I don't know, I, I, but I, yeah. I, I've never, I haven't really heard of, of a booster here. Um, cause okay. I don't know how, cause I think, I think, and I don't know this to be a fact, I'm just assuming, mm-hmm. um, that people are done with this whole thing. You know, we're, we're done. Oh, we're we're vaccinated. We did what you told us to do. We wore the mask. We yeah. stayed isolated. We stayed in lockdown. We lost our businesses. We lost jobs. We did all these things. And, and yes, 600 and some thousand people died, although many needlessly, and that's a whole other story. Um, yeah. But anyway, 600-some thousand people died, um, and we're done. We got the shots like you told us to. We know we're supposed to build up to 70%. We're doing our best to do it. Thank You know, California's out of lockdown. No more uh, mandatory uh, distancing and no more masks if you, unless the business uh, is, insists upon it. Um, yeah. And we're done. And now you're saying, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, now, I got to come back for a booster now? <laughs> I mean, yeah. what? What? Yeah. Aren't we done? You know, whoa. And they're also saying that this uh, Delta variant is uh, is much more contagious uh, uh, than the original. And for those yes. who are not vaccinated and f- who are pounding their chests on their rights not to be and blah, 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 and all these things, uh, have nothing to do with their safety or the health or the safety or concern of others. It's all about their, them, right? Mm, and they're yeah. saying, hey, I'm not getting vaccinated. But guess what, folks? The Delta variant, should you be exposed to it, is more contagious and more powerful than the original coronavirus, and it can make you sick or kill you or kill those around you who have been vaccinated. Yeah. So, do me a favor. Yeah. Here's our PSA from the Andy and Amanda show. Get vaccinated. Okay. Enough of that. Now. Firstly, <laughs> in September 2021 is the li- when we're likely to have the, the third COVID jab as well as a flu jab. Mm. And that's going to be aimed at adults age 16 and over who are immunosuppressed or clinically extremely vulnerable, residents in care homes for older adults, all adults age 70 and over, frontline health and social care workers, um, and then it will go to 50 and over, and then mm-hmm. drop in age, and blah, blah, blah. Damn. So that's the way they're doing it. Jeez. You know, a um, couple of things that are important just came up here, and, and I want to go over briefly things that we pounded to death. We'll just pound it a little bit more. As we know, the Senate denied the uh, adopting of an investigative committee um, created uh, that would create a, a, a commission to probe the causation, you know, the, what was behind the riot insurrection on our state, our U.S. Capitol uh, on January 6th. But today what's happening is the House – is going to vote on resolution that was introduced by Speaker Nancy Pelosi to create mm-hmm. a select committee, a House committee, to investigate the insurrection. And okay. um, we chose to go this route, obviously, after the Senate Republicans blocked legislation last month that would have created an independent bipartisan commission again. Um, and why did they block it? Because it would paint them in a very bad light, and we're only uh, you know, we're less than two years away from a, uh, a election that they, they hope to gain back some seats in the House and the Senate. So far, the Republican Party ain't looking too good. I don't think they're going to be that successful in doing it. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm independent. I voted for Republicans. I voted for Democrats. I'm, we just again on this show, we comment what's out there. You know, we, we don't make the news. We talk about the news. So um, anyway, that's where that is now. Uh, and some other things uh, in the news, um, which we are going to talk about. Um, as a matter of fact, we're going to dive into this uh, with a special guest as well. Is um, I don't know if those of you, I'm sure many of you have, or maybe some haven't, uh, heard about the um, the inflation, uh, the stock values 
of the almost bankrupt company GameStop. And GameStop, for those of you who don't know, was the, for the most part shopping malls and strip shopping mall stores uh, that one would go into buy video games and equipment and used equipment, used games. And I, you know, my kids were growing up. I've been there many, many times buying the latest, greatest uh, Madden, whatever. Um, and uh, that's where you go. And of course, the internet yeah. became a more viable source for people to make uh, purchases. And we've all seen the, the percentage of, of, of retail purchases being made online. That number is, is growing incredibly. And of course, that includes uh, you know used and new uh, video games accessories. So GameStop was about to go under as a retail store. And also something similar happened with AMC theaters because all the movie theaters were closed down Um as a result of COVID as well. And we're going to bring on a guest who just called in. Uh, if I can click this button, and I got it. Uh, Lee, I think, is calling. For, uh, let me see. Lee, how are you with us? Hey, hey, how's it going? It's it is going Lee, great, man. man. Hey, Lee. <laughs> well, so good to, to be on the show. Thanks great, for having me. <laughs> it is great having you. It's great touching base, man. Great to have you on board here. And, mm-hmm. and we're about to embark on something because it's been in the news. We haven't really touched too much upon it because uh well i don't own any stocks i don't play the game so <laughs> i don't i don't you know i know a lot's been going on at least before before we go and i want to talk to you about this because it's just amazing what's going on it's amazing when you when you think about you know we all think about the the, the wall street and the inside training and the wheels and the dealing and the, and, the, and the high rises in wall street with thousands of people going to work every day buying selling advising you know hedge funds stock markets uh, uh robin hood uh, you know all these things are coming out and and how these GameStop and the AMC deal kind of you know made a whole bunch of these Wall Streeters scratch their heads big time. And what I'd like to do before we continue with this conversation is, if I can find it, I happen to have something that we never really did before, but I have this from a while back. Uh, do you remember Laura Unger? And she was the um, she was the head of the uh, Federal Trade Commission from like '97 to 2001, yep. uh, along with um, along with. I'm uh, Julia Child. No, no, she. <laughs> she... <laughs> no, Julia <what>? Child. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> so, so, real, no, I'm sorry, Julia Child had nothing to do with. I'm sorry, my mistake. But listen, uh, listen, we're going to hear this interview, then let's resume our conversation. Take a listen. A little too much excitement in the uh, chat rooms and social media. Um, I, I do think that um, the SEC is, is kind of in a difficult period right now. They're in transition, right? There's, you know, there's an acting head. There's two Republicans and two Democrats. And so I, I believe they are having conversations. I don't know this for a fact, but behind, I would expect they are having conversations behind closed doors. And the question is, what can they do? What should they do, right, given the circumstances? Um, certainly everything is happening in a pretty transparent way. This isn't a back alley suitcase and envelope transaction, but it's, it's a chat room that's very public, um, or at least the reporting of it is very public. So the SEC does have the authority to suspend trading if it thinks that the market is being manipulated. The unfortunate thing about that is then it almost guarantees that people holding that game stock stock, GameStop stock, um, would lose money because uh, it, will, it will impact the market price. But that's something that the SEC could certainly do, and they could sort of suspend trading and sort things out and find out who's saying what, whether there's a correlation to trading, whether there is a concerted effort to manipulate the market, or whether this is just a stock that people are really excited about. Do, um, do you think there has been market manipulation here? Um, I, would, I would say on its face, certainly if it was that obvious, the SEC would have acted. Um, it brings up a really interesting question about who has the um, responsibility to monitor and regulate these platforms. You know, the, is it the sponsor of the, of the platform, um, which, you know, certainly there has been some, some concerted effort by some of the, um, the trading uh, entities to stop buy orders. But whether the SEC has the responsibility to go in and just monitor and regulate these conversations and in what way is not very clear under these circumstances. But it seems to me on the reporting that I've read that there are certainly very valid questions about 
market manipulation. People actually are saying, let's all buy a thousand shares now to drive up the, the price. I would say that sounds like market manipulation to me. Whether they're really doing it, who's the person that's saying it, what's their interest in the, raising that stock price, and you know, what's the actual impact. The, the problem is if the regulators do nothing and this happens, it really puts a lot of um, question about the integrity of the market, right? And it really kind of, everybody's scratching their heads over this. What, what should happen? What, what is the right thing to do to control this or stop this? Not unlike what we saw on January 6th at the Capitol, right? If you don't have the police in there at the right time, things go a little crazy. And that kind of feels like what's happening with this, much different, much lesser degree. It's financial harm, not personal bodily harm. But, but certainly that's the same kind of, you know, platform-created frenzy um, that, that people are operating under. And these are, these are very trying times. Listen, this is the way it is. Yes, indeed. So, <laughs> wait, give, give us give us some background now that we have a basic you know, gist of what this is all about. Give, give us give us a background on all this. The AMC squeeze, the the, the game. Well, I'd, I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to to touch on some some things that she just said there. You know, that you know, if the market was being manipulated, the SEC would step in and do something. But. Um, if that were true, then they would have done that already because, you know, they've acknowledged on CNBC, you know, that there's dark pools and, you know, naked shorting <laughs> on mm-hmm. these shares that is illegal. And the SEC, yeah. you know, has tried to come in and, and say, you know, oh, well, don't do that. But they've known about it. You know, clearly they know about it because we know about it. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they should know about it if we know about it. <laughs> Yes, yes. Do, do me a favor, real quick. We, we have listeners around the world. Some, some don't even know when you talk about stock market in the U.S. Uh, don't even know what that you know what is really or how it works. And especially when we go into terms like selling short and blah blah blah. Can you kind of when somebody says they've been they're selling short, what does that mean? What what does that mean? Okay, so I'll put it in layman's terms. So yeah. let's say that I have a car and I have the title for that car. Mm-hmm. And I make a photocopy, so I make 10 copies um, of this title. So mm-hmm. I go to sell the car and the title, and I do that. I only have one car, but I mm-hmm. go to sell the car, and I sell it to 10 different people. So mm-hmm. um, basically, I'm getting all the money for one car, and I'm not delivering. So oh. I'm, not, I'm not delivering on that because what these – um, hedge funds are doing is they are hoping for bankruptcy so they can have all that money and then the, they go the company goes bankrupt and then they keep all that money and they only had to sell one car isn't that illegal it is very illegal so that's that is what this movement is is you know us catching the hedge funds with their metaphorical pants down around their ankles <laughs> <laughs> is, is what's going on right now so, yeah. so this is why this is why everybody's so excited about this because so if you look at our stock today I think we're somewhere around fifty six dollars a share. Um, This is not financial advice. I just have to say that I'm not an expert, but this is, you know, my opinion and and what I think is going to happen. But so we're at like $56 a share and um, we've just been rising, you know, slowly and slowly, slowly. But we're, you know, the curve is starting to go straight up. And this is what happens when uh, we have like plenty of market volume. So market volume is all of us retail investors are just buying up every single uh, AMC stock that there is. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so what what happens is is it's a squeeze because they don't have those amount of shares to sell. So we already have you know all the shares. So so they yeah. shorted you know. So let's just say go back to the car title. They've shorted us a hundred and forty percent of how many shares there actually are. Oh my so, god. <laughs> so Whoa. they they have to cover that, you know, because because we are not letting AMC and GameStop go bankrupt, they are caught 
<laughs> so right. it's kind of like if, if if the you know if if the you know federal government comes in and they see that I've got you know these ten titles and I've only got one car and they say well you're going to have to produce ten cars of this value and that's just what you're going to have to do we're going to liquidate all of your assets. So that's what this is on a gigantic scale of how much they've shorted us. So they've shorted Ooh. us. They've made like 430 million shares that don't exist, and that's wow. called naked shorting. Yep. Wow. <laughs> is that, that sounds illegal too. It is. That's exactly what it so is. So how do they, how do they so, get away with this? I mean what's, what's being done? How are they doing? The, the SEC has just been turning their heads. You know, they, they've just been letting it happen. Um, they just announced, you know, that they're going to start regulating this and they're going to start forcing them, you know, to <laughs> to actually pay some of these back within a certain time period. So uh, wow. that's on the SEC side. So what happens is is these hedge funds, you know, like uh, Citadel, you know, all the, all the major hedge funds, you have the DTCC that's above them. So what happens is is it's called a margin call. So the margin call is the bank that they're borrowing from says – Okay, well, we don't think that this is going to bankrupt. We're ready to call our shares back. So then what they have to do is they have to buy every single share that we own uh, 80% of. So <laughs> like us retail investors own 80% of what they have to buy back, and they have to buy back every single last share when this happens. And that's, that's called the, the, the big squeeze that we're all hoping to go to the moon with, basically. <laughs> My gosh, I'm looking uh, courtesy of Market Watch. Um, you know, this morning AMC was at at 10:42 Eastern Time, was at 57.4, and now it is at uh, right now is at 56.18, and it kind of you know like a squiggly line up and down, up and down. In one, in yeah. just a couple hours, it goes you know up up and down a couple of hours. Up yeah. And down, up so and down. so what what that is what that mm -hmm. is is when you see it go green, that's mm -hmm. us buying it, retail investors, um, mm -hmm. you know, these hedge funds and, and all the news media, they call us apes because, you know, th th basically <laughs> that we're monkeys behind a computer that don't know shit. So I'm proud to call myself an ape. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> wonderful because so I, can, I can show them what a monkey can do. <laughs> you you can show them, baby, you show them. This is wonderful because you're really because all these people in, in in the in the suit and ties in Wall Street, uh, hello Bill, let me give you advice today, you know, and and you got all these you know folks that are just like you said behind the computers, gamers with GameStop and everything else, saying, hey, I'm going to buy all this stuff and make a ton of money doing it, um, and the all, Wall Streeters are just like, uh oh. Well, what's going to happen? Yeah. To moving ahead. <laughs> well, that's that's where they they really messed up. So they did this with Toys R Us. I mean, it was national news. Toys mm -hmm. R Us. They shorted it. Toys R Us went yeah. bankrupt. A lot of people don't know why that. You know why they just out of nowhere just were gone, <laughs> and that's why. Mm -hmm. So they started there, and then they they sank their teeth into GameStop. And, you know, I'm a gamer. <laughs> a lot of people are gamers. As soon as you said you're going to try and Me take too. my video games away, I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey, want to play a video game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so that's what happened is, is people started looking into it and then realized that they were being illegal and fraudulent and doing these things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just recently on CNBC, which is partially owned by Citadel, they're not supposed to, you know, be saying these kinds of things. You know, the, the, uh, the girl Linda on there, she, she just came out and said it. She's like, yeah, naked shorting. And everybody was like, uh, uh, what? You can't say that <laughs> because it's illegal. Yes. <laughs> so wow. she said it like it was a common everyday thing, which it is for all of us, but you're not allowed to say that, especially when you're owned by Citadel. You know what I mean? So yeah. this is and the wow. big hedge fund. <laughs> and she's the wow. former, you know, uh, the uh, uh, Federal Trade Commission commissioner from 97 to 2001 or two, whatever it was. Um, yeah. yeah. Was, so let me ask you a question. Uh, we're we obviously not giving financial advice, and we know that you're not either. I want to want to make sure everybody's clear on that. But um, right now it's headed down, but up a little, down a little bit. Is this something so, – so if there's no more stock to be had, we, we can't buy AMC right now. Am I right or you can't? You can't, can you buy it? Doesn't Incorrect. <laughs> this is the best part. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm ready. Whoa, whoa. So, 
I'm, I'm literally, I had my hand over my mouse button, <laughs> ready to buy uh, 50 more shares right now that don't Whoa. exist. But, wow. So what they're, what they're doing is, is they're just printing more. So that's, that's what they're trying to do. So they're saying that our stock, the SEC is saying that our stock is somewhere between 1500 and 2000 It's what it's worth right now without them shorting. So with all the volume, with all the people buying into it, that our stock is, is unbelievably, you know, in value right now. Wow. So, but what they do is they just keep printing these shares to keep this, you know, number down. So they want to scare us. They want to scare us to think that it's going to fall and then everybody sells out cheap and then they can get their shares and they can get their shares cheap. You know, so the this whole thing is to buy and hold. You know, you're just going to set it and forget it and you're going to hold it. And eventually they're going to run out of money <laughs> and they're going to run out of resources to be yeah. able to keep doing this. So, uh, you know, a lot of us have been holding since January, you know, and we don't know when the squeeze is coming, but it's, it seems like it's very, very, very close. And, you know, I'm telling everybody that I know, hey, if you got the extra money, put it in there. <laughs> you will not be sorry. I mean, I've already wow. seen, you know, 400% gains, <laughs> you know, in just oh, a couple but, couple uh, months here. So let me wow. ask you a question. This morning, this morning, it was at 54, 50, where's the low here? 55, 50, well, so 54.9. And then it hit a high of 56.9. So let's say $2 a share. Right? Okay, let's say $2 a share. So if I bought 1,000 shares, I, and I, I bought it this morning and sold it this afternoon, I would have made a quick $2,000 today. Right. Wow. And that's, are you that's serious? Trading. So it's it's nice and it's nice and easy. I'm doing it. <laughs> well, are you talking, I'm looking at my screen real? doing it as I we can't speak. Believe this. I, I got to tell you something. I've met people who who sit at home. I'm you know you're, we're both in, in live in, in Southern California, and I've met people here in where we live who have these amazing homes, and you've seen many of them as well. And sometimes you go up and you, and you know you find out what people do in their home all the time. They have fancy cars, whatever. Oh, what what what's their dad do? What are what they do? Whatever. Oh, they're day traders. I'm like day trade. What you know? And you could literally sit here on your computer all day and watch these grass go up and down, buy, wait a couple hours, sell, and make yourself a nice chunk of money. Yep. I mean, <laughs> bam. It's, like, it's like going to work for me. I mean, <laughs> this I, 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 I want to know. We, we, we got to talk more about this. We're, we're definitely going to spend more time on this. And, I mean, and again, we, we're not giving anybody advice. I want to be really, really clear on that. We're right. not advisors. We're not licensed. We're not nothing. We're just talking about our own personal experiences here, what we're doing. And as friends saying, hey, as one friend or another, I'm doing this and doing pretty good. You might want to look yep. into it. And that's, that's as far as yeah, our that's, advice That's goes exactly on. why I'm, I'm here voicing, you know. <laughs> I've got my friends yeah. and my family listening. And, and letting everybody know because, you know, you want to see people succeed, the people around you. You want to see them win, you know, because yeah. I'm going to win. Yeah. And I know it. I, I feel it in my I gut. Love this is going to be life-changing <laughs> for everyone a, involved. A, good, a, a real good friend of mine, real good friend of mine who I've known for a number of years, and his wife um, just did a uh, – got in a car, and they drove across the country from New York all the way up north, Mount Rushmore, ended up uh, in Wyoming, back down to, uh, to L.A., spent a, some time went out to dinner, met him here. They hoteled it every step of the way, went from here down to uh, mid the way across the country, New Orleans, Florida, um, Myrtle, I mean, everywhere. They went uh, on a round trip from New York to the West Coast and back, seeing most of the amazing states across the country. And a 35-day trip, stayed in hotels, in a first-class hotels, every step of the way. And uh, he just you know, retired from his physical therapy uh, consultation business. And I think she was uh, occupational physical therapy as well. And they just, you know, stopped it via COVID. They still getting to slow down to get out of it. Now, how they do this, they bought Tesla at $9 a share. Wow. Sold it at $900. <laughs> Sold it at $900 a share. And they bought a ton of stock at $9 a share. <laughs> that, that, that's, ex that's exactly what I bought AMC at. It was nine dollars a share. <laughs> Holy crap! You uh, and I, I went in big on it. Uh, no, yep. I, I bought it so, at nine. So I'm new to this, yeah. and many of our listeners are too. This is exciting. This is exciting to me. I mean, do you getting off on this? I'm getting off on this. You know what I'm saying? Uh oh. Are you here? Is Mandy still here? I think she just got off. Uh -oh. <laughs> she may have been too excited. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm getting excited. All right, now. <laughs> so here's, uh, 
Amanda, we, if you're here, I'm, I'm showing her on the board still, but we can't, uh, we can't hear you. So you might want to disconnect and rejoin the show here. But uh, that hap- it, occasionally we get these technical glitches, and she is 8,000 miles away from both of us because Lee and I are both in California. And anyway, uh, but um, hopefully she'll, she'll be back on the show. But here's my question. So I want to do this. I want to buy some shares at 56.23. And even if I make a couple dollars, you know, I'll watch it all day. And if it hits 58, I'll sell it. How do I buy it? Do, now I'm on. I'm on. Do, do I? Can I go to Robinhood, or or do I have? Can I just? Is there a commission involved when you buy these stocks? I mean, how do? How would I go about doing? So Rob, Robinhood doesn't doesn't charge commission um, mm-hmm. for day trading. You're probably fine with it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. for the longer the longer version of the squeeze, um, I wouldn't recommend. You know, Robinhood. They just got slapped on the wrist this morning with a seventy million dollar fine. Uh, for what they did to GameStop was they, they just GameStop was having their first squeeze and they just stopped all trading. So nobody could buy, sell, and the stock came way down and they got class action lawsuits against them. And, you know, so they have the power to do that and they're owned by Citadel. So yeah, <laughs> Citadel's like, yeah, shut it down. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So how would you, how would, okay. Uh, I would so recommend I you Rob- to go to Fidelity. Fidelity. Okay, and you pay commission Fidelity, when you, yep. when you, you pay commission. No, nope, right? it's free. It's free. It's free. Okay, so Fidelity. Yep. I want to have some fun with this, man. This is great. I, we got to stay in touch, even off the air, because I want to learn. I want to learn about this because you know what? Uh, you know, I do this show, but as you know, I'm a musician who's because of COVID. I mean, I got to I got to I got to say thank you to my Andy Kimball tip jar to all the downloads around the world and people want to tune in my music. They can do that around the world. And that's how I, that's, you know, we, we, we started the show during COVID and here we are a, a year, you know, half with 300 some episodes later, uh, still having a great time with this and doing well with it. Um, and, but I want to, I want to, you know, I, I, you know, I know people, I own a Tesla and I bought my Tesla. I've got all the options, autopilot, full self-driving software, all this kind of crap. And it's an amazing car. And I've met people owning a Tesla who've bought their Teslas with money they made on Tesla stock. And and the only stock I have is – oh, I did a couple of things. I told you what I did. I owned, a, I owned some shares of I think what was U.S. Steel that my grandfather got me when I was 13 years old. And I think it's still in custody for my father's name. I was 13. I think I still have those shares. But anyway, here's what I did. 9-11 happens, right? And the market closed down for a week after, if you recall, the market totally closed to prevent any kind of major, major yep. upset after 9-11, right? So yep. a friend of mine a friend of mine was a, uh advisor at one of the big firms. I forget. Uh, I remember the name, back in Philadelphia. And I said uh, – I called him. I said, Jeff, you know, I'm going to do my part and show my confidence in America. And I'm going to you know, put a few dollars into the stock market. So when it does open up next week – uh, you know, hopefully more people participate. Bam, and it won't be such a huge, devastating loss. Um, right. And I figured, you know, 9/11 just happened, and I'm, this isn't rocket science, but we just got attacked. So I'm thinking myself, and I'm I'm nothing about the stock market, even participating in it, never done it in my life. As a rocket scientist here, <laughs> I'm going to invest in a military. I want to invest in a military contractor, uh, Lockheed or Grumman. And he said Grumman. I said, okay, buy me Lockheed. So I figured, you okay, you're the, I, I, want, I want to buy the opposite of what you told me. So I bought a bunch of shares in Lockheed, and every stock – if you remember after 9-11, the market tumbled. Not Andy Kimball. Yeah. <laughs> Lockheed, Lockheed skyrocketed. Now here's – and I made a lot of money. Now here's – here's I mean considering. I, I didn't buy a whole – on my stock, I didn't invest a fortune. I didn't have a fortune. But, but from what I invested, right. I made a lot of money per share, right? Okay. So and my sister told me to buy for her. I bought for her. Some friends. I bought. You know, I just laid out the cash. I bought for a bunch of friends too. I'm going to buy you all. I'm going to get you everybody a Christmas gift. So here's the here's the uh, the thing. So uh, I am. I, I just I, again, I'm not an investor. I'm not a Wall Street banker. I'm not an advisor. Here I am, Andy Kimball, this guitar player, whatever. Um, you know nothing about the stock market. Buy Lockheed. You know, it's a, you know, and I made money. The rest of the market crashed. How come other people didn't know to do that? People who are who people who are literate in this in doing this. Well, <laughs> that's, that's that's the tricky part about the stock market is you know you can get lucky. It's a roll of the dice, you know. Uh, it's it's kind of like you know it reminds me of like you know everybody's like first couple times you know when you turn twenty one you're able to gamble and for some reason we all win <laughs> and then after that it's all downhill you know. <laughs> it's kind of a gamble the the stock market and then you know you're you're playing the you're you're rolling the dice anytime you're doing it but. 
mm-hmm. know, that's why I'm saying for, for AMC, you know, it's still cheap enough right now that, you know, if you can afford to put your money in it, it's going to, it's going to skyrocket. And how this is going to start happening, in my opinion, is it's going to start going by the 10. So let's say, uh, let's say we close this week out at 60. So then maybe next week it'll go to 60 to 70. And then from there, 70 to 80 and then 80 to 90. And then once it hits a hundred, this is where the sale is over. I'm calling this a sale right now because <laughs> this is the time you should buy because after 100, it's going to start rising by the hundreds, and you're going to see 100, 200, 500, 1,000, and it's going to keep going. And, you, and that's, 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 that's where this is. Amanda's, Amanda's back with us. Amanda, isn't this exciting? I am, my darling. Oh, it's so exciting. I'm on the edge of my seat right here. I've got my drink in my hand. It's clutching it. <laughs> <laughs> that's who you were. That's who you were. We figured as much. Yeah. Oh, we, we, yeah. <laughs> We knew it. We knew it got. Uh, we knew it got. A, we knew you were excited, and I was. You know, we were thinking. You know. Anyway. Um, oh my goodness! I can't contain myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm so like some of these yeah. some of these people, they're holding their shares. Some are holding for a hundred thousand a share. Some are holding for five hundred thousand a share. They think it can go that high. And remember what I said to you is they have to buy every single share. <laughs> so, not if they go bankrupt. Not if they go bankrupt. Well, they go bankrupt. That's that's we're already planning on it. So Citadel goes bankrupt, then you got the DTCC. So if if the DTCC goes down, then we've got the federal government that has to come in and actually print money to pay us. You know, it's going to be really. Like, they, God, we have like I'm... a seventy-six trillion dollar insurance policy that pays us out if everybody else fails. This is amazing to wow. me. See, this this a whole I know nothing about all this, and and I'm just totally, you know, flabbergasted. I'm like, I'm like, my gosh, this is. I'm so glad you came on because I mean, to our listeners too. I mean, we're you know we, of course, we have a lot of listeners all over the world, but 85 percent of our listeners are here in the United States, and who have right. access to to this. And 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 again, maybe the third or fourth time, we are not giving financial advice to anybody on the show. We don't do it. We're not licensed to do it. Uh, we're just talking about our own personal experiences here, and uh, and 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 educating. I mean, this is you're hearing from somebody who has done well by the process of what what he's discussing, and and educating me because after the show, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> yes, I'm. Uh, I, I'm very sensitive that way myself. Because <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm okay like, to take an orgasm. That's you know. I'm, <laughs> That's about where I'm at. <laughs> Ooh, la, la. <laughs> so, so this this could be like this this in my eyes this and and a lot of people are saying this is not just me. This could be the biggest change in wealth and power and money in history because it's already going to be the biggest squeeze in history. So all these hedge funds are going to get liquidated down if everybody's just holding. If everybody holds on and just waits for that number to skyrocket, which we are, <laughs> you know, a lot of yeah. me and, and, and people that I know are just, we're just holding. You know, it could go up to $5,000 a share right now and I'm not selling. So, <laughs> and I've got plenty of wow. shares. So I mean, <laughs> just to put I'm, it in perspective. I'm, I'm, I'm watch where'd it go? I'm, I was watching it. Here, I'm watching this thing right now, and it's been a down arrow ever since we started talking. Uh, at uh, uh, I've got 57.12 at 3 p- at 20 p.m. Eastern time, and it's now 56.17 on a downward trend. So, what's what's so what's the market that about? market's ready to close in 30 seconds? <laughs> oh, so we'll oh, so I can't buy right now. Let's yeah. let's we hung up right now. I I have 30 seconds to buy. So I can't. <laughs> I can't. I, uh, you, you can buy. You can buy aftermarket. Don't worry. <laughs> so, so let me ask you a question. What is from your experience? Again, again, again. I can't emphasize this enough because we can get in trouble. Um, we're not giving financial advice. So, but but do what 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 are the risks? And there's, you know, I could go in and put in, you know, my Tesla value. <laughs> I think, I think that this is, I think that this is very, very low risk for me personally. Mm-hmm. I think it's very, very low risk. I truly believe in it. I've spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours researching this stock okay. <laughs> and what's going on. Yeah. And I'm, 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 it's basically like a freaking full-time job for me. <laughs> how much I'm, right. I'm like always looking at it. You know, I'm always looking for the latest and greatest, you know, what's, what's the next thing happening. And it, it looks like all the, everything is just playing out the exact way that we all thought that it would. <laughs> okay. So yeah. here's what I'm going to do. So I, would, I would absolutely say to whoever it is, you know, 
I would buy before it's under 100 because under 100, you're going to miss out, and this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Well, here's what I want to wow. do. Lee, I have a question for you, if you can. Uh, are you able to join us again on Monday show? Or if not Wednesday, if not Wednesday show. Yeah. Monday we have an early show. Monday we're on uh, California time at 9 a.m. Wednesday we're back on at noon. So if not Monday, maybe probably, Wednesday. Probably maybe next Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. Okay, well, let's do Wednesday. Wow. And, and, and what I want to do is I want to keep you on after we close the show out, which we have to do very soon here in a few seconds. Uh, I want to keep you on, so don't hang up because uh, I want to talk to you a little bit. And um, let's, uh, I guess we need to go ahead and close the show out. Folks, this has been a lot of fun. Lee, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to continue this conversation on Wednesday at um, 3, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. UK, uh, noon time here in California. Amanda, take us home. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Okay. I've really enjoyed this. Uh, Lee, hang on the phone. Apes, let's go to the moon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I'm Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood. Myself, Amanda Love, here in the UK. Thank you to Lee Van Dusen for joining us and being a special guest on our show. We love you. We're going to watch your rocket fly, baby. Yeah. 